This is MMA Love. Love from the US of A. <laughs> this is the last voice for the hardcore MMA fans around the globe. And you already know it. This podcast starts where others stop with this MMA bullshit. And for sure, this weekend, a lot of people stopped watching MMA. <laughs> I am Matt. Yep the spiritual leader of the MMA fans in Central Europe. And with me is your preferred Luke. <laughs> you, you do prefer him over the other Lukes. He is your transatlantic friend. And um, this is the Decisions episode. Luke. Uh, Lucas. Why the fuck are we doing this today? This is the Love from Ryzen episode. Yes, exactly. Ryzen. Yes. Ryzen gives Delivering. you what you crave. Ryzen. Ryzen gives you what you crave. Delivering <laughs> us from sterile corporate environments with sterile corporate walkouts with sterile corporate uh, post-fight interviews. Ryzen delivers to you flames, explosions, lasers, kickboxing, long diatribes, sobbing while rocking your opponent like a baby, everything. Yes. Look, this, this episode might stretch what love is um, because we have to talk about UFC Fight Night Misha Tate versus Catelyn Vieira. And then we have to offset this with some <laughs> Rising 32 Okinawa talk. You also uh, specifically, wow. you almost threatened me that you want to talk about gambling. A form of it, for sure. And yeah. CFFC 103, which I unfortunately couldn't watch, but you did. And um, yeah, we we will we will go into all of this and explain to you why you don't have to be pumped and psyched about everything. But let's start with CFFC 103, maybe the best promotion in the world. It's so I said I decided. What did I decide? It's basically it's like like a it's like everything you wish bellator would just sort of be and be okay with but we had like this long this long debate about why this promotion is so good and a lot of like hypotheticals but i mean it may just come down to appropriate matchmaking for guys who haven't had a ton of fights um just and 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 couple that with with having a real, at least in America, celebrity, especially across the demographic of people who fight, who fight and commit violence for a living, um, CM Punk is cage side, calling your fight. Well, and for a lot of these guys who are like in their early 20s, that's a huge deal. More important, John Morgan is there as well. Yeah, you know what, though? Yes. John Morgan hasn't been on their television doing wrestling Listen. as they were growing up. Listen, I, I'm puzzled by the fact that, like, I, 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 I'm not getting it. Why are we, are we thinking that Bellator is the number two promotion in the world? When you have, it's CFFC. When you have CFFC, when you have KSW, when you have Cage Warriors. Like, I just don't get it. I, I, what I is think, the, what I think is the CFFC, at least here in America, at least regionally on the eastern seaboard at CFFC, and they are, and I think they're, the violence and the just the awesome entertainment coming out of it 
is a is a combination of all those factors. But it's was it, sending. Was it you or was it was it Vladimir who said that you all, you also miss Bellator? Uh, you miss PFL. I did. I did say I miss PFL. And I and miss PFL because I, I because it does stuff differently enough that it it's its own thing now. Who misses Bell- Who misses Bellator? I mean, <laughs> what is the purpose of Bellator? I think I think I, I'm getting a, a, think, a, a strange yeah. vibe of we already talked about this. Tell me, like CFFC is just it's just much what must watch MMA. It is must watch MMA. These dudes are. I think I think also like if you do some crazy shit a few times in CFFC, you're getting a call to contenders. Mm-hmm. And I think all these dudes at this point know that as well. CM Punk can make a phone call to Hunter or whoever and get you on contenders. You won't. Bo- I'm sure the UFC watches every one of these events. Maybe Dana doesn't. Actually, I know Dana doesn't. No, Dana. Come on. Dana watches boxing when when one of the best cards in the of the year happens. So, and 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 to its and to its credit. You have, you know, you have your three fights on the prelims that are amateur fights, and then you get into your pro fights, pro debuts, couple guys, uh, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six finishes out of eight pro fights or so. We will talk That's about great. finishes later. <laughs> Maybe, but yes, but let's talk about, you know. Two guys on this card are on one of your favorite cards of the year. Lydell Pogue got a finish on this card, KO with punches, and Damon Blackshear got a finish on this card with got a submission after absolutely going after DeAndre Anderson. Um, just an entertaining card from start from start to finish, and I think if you if you have a Friday night, I mean they were during this during Rona. Uh, during lockdown, they were doing like triple headers on CFFC to get fights out of the way. But also, now it's every couple Friday nights, and it's great fun. Sing um, the praises, sing the praises of the pacing. Oh yeah, dude! You can't. You you got a guy walking out before the guy's actually at, almost out of the cage. Like they they had to they had to get some guy to actually move on out of the cage. I can't remember who it was, but I remember like John Morgan reacting to it, like, "Oh yeah, come on, man, we gotta, <laughs> we gotta go." It's like it's the best. They're moving. Yeah, they it's they the get best. they get it done. I remember even sitting at events, mostly Thai box events, though, in the in the early two thousands, where you had cards starting at five or four in the afternoon, and they they finished at around two or three in the morning, and. It's not like they have forty fights, maybe ten. <laughs> and the UFC reminds sometimes reminds me that if you would sit like really sit down and watch prelims and the main event, the, the main card for, for each UFC, you can you can bank six or seven hours, right? Oh yeah. So fast forward yeah. bless. Yeah, oh fast forward bless for sure. Um so CFFC one hundred and three, I I'll I'll go and watch it. I'm I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Uh, I'll always. I think I'll always recommend CFFC. It's like people who think they have to watch every UFC, and also we will do this too. We will we will talk about UFC Fight Night, Misha Tate versus Catlin Vieira, and there won't be much positive talk about it. And it's okay because <laughs> it's okay. You can. You don't have to like every every one of these events, and you don't have to like 
all of the fights, if they're shitty, then they're shitty fights. It happens. It's fighting. You don't. That is the that is the appeal of fighting, that you don't know what happens and all crazy shit can happen or 10 decisions in a night can happen and it's okay to say after that it wasn't that good um, but you won't be able to say that after a cffc card because <laughs> the, the day they have all decisions also like, I'll, I'll retire from mma i'll, I'll quit this well, podcast probably if they have a card with all decisions something insane is going on <laughs> and like we've we've got a we we had to we had to go to decision because a dude's arm fell off you know you, like you might or, be right. or or like or like like or like a, a swarm of cicadas have invaded the arena and we had to postpone for seven hours or something like there's just like something. like there's been you know like we're always like very, we're you and I at least are very into the circus shit. At least I am as much as the the sports shit I mean, of, of course of the of the MMA sphere and like CFFC had a dude's finger get ripped off. Pat, but you if, know if you're not if you are not into the circus aspect of of fight sports, then then clearly you don't get why fight sports is okay. You, like I'm not See, 20 years old uh, uh, and and try to defend. MMA to the public and say, "Oh no, it's kinetic chess, and we have to. It's a sport. No, pals. To do no. no, it is not a sport. If two people, if people that are not you are getting to determine who you fight and giving people favorable matchups, it's not a sport. Give them. There's money. no ladder. Give them money. There's no ladder, and there's no bracket. <laughs> no. Even in the PFL, where there was a bracket, they moved a woman out of the bracket. Yeah, it's, so like, it's, okay. it's no. It's we got we got to have that circus stuff. It's, I need gigantic. I need gigantic bugs buzzing the referee and calling time to an event. <laughs> that was awesome. That it's was like, CFF Steve. That is that is the appeal of, of fighting. It is fighting. It's not it's not do not call our sport a sport, as Darren Till said. And I think it's fine. It's violence and you have to live with it. It's okay. It's it's Look. it's okay to like to like it. It's okay. Dude. I like fight. I like fight as well. You want to talk about UFC? Yes. <laughs> Can I tell you what I did yesterday? Yes, please. Yesterday I went to a restaurant and ate at a restaurant for the first time in two years. Mm -hmm. I, I, I mean, bon appetit, okay. You it fuck. was, it was out, it was outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was outside, but you know, it was, it was like, it was a restaurant. It was crazy. And then I came home and I looked at tapology and there had been six decisions in a row on the UFC. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I tuned in. Oh, wait, there were five. We were headed to our six and I tuned in and I watched a couple rounds of Pat Sabatini saw Pat Sabatini de, de doing his Pat Sabatini thing to Tucker Lutz. And I said, you know what, guys? I think it's time for me to uh, for me to finally buy a Ryzen event. <laughs> it's so good. Most of the people would say, oh, no, I'm so bummed out by this, by this UFC card. I'm just going to do something else, like play a video game, walk in the woods, or something like that, but this dude says, "Yeah, no, I, I need, I need MMA you know in my life. I buy. I'll let me buy this Ryzen card." I heard there was some crazy shit on Ryzen. I'm gonna buy a Ryzen event. I'm gonna watch the whole Listen, thing. It's, it's also and the I best. That, it's it's also the best. Is Let's talk about UFC Fight Night. Misha Tate versus Catlin Vieira. I bought Ryzen. <laughs> yes, that is what. So I did. Uh, so three more fights happened. Two more decisions, and then apparently Talia Santos got a rear naked choke over Joanne Wood. And then uh, it was co-main event time, so I paused Ryzen, and I tuned in for the co-main and the main event. Pal. So you're talking to for a guy who supposedly loves MMA, who watched uh, 
<laughs> who watched the co-main and main and two rounds of Pat Sabatini. It's it's fine. You, you are you are fine. Look, it's it's like this. First of all, to all the listeners out there, and some I, I saw some of the picks you guys did. What picks? What did we do? Like fight picks. Oh, okay. Let me tell oh, you that I shit. Are I, you is it is it I told you so time? It is I told you so time. <laughs> Again. It's like okay. I told I knew it all, right, all along. I'm ready. I picked yeah, Catlin. Yep. I picked Santos. Uh yep. With a heavy heart, I also picked Loopy. And I picked Oh really? Yeah, yeah. And I picked Brady. Yeah. So just yeah. just I told you so. I saw some people picking insane things like the, like the exact opposite. Did you pick old man Davy Grant? No. Yeah. Listen, I I did I you know uh I picked Tate and Kiesa and Terrence McKinney before he was off the card and Sam Page Sam Page Hughes because I'm a mark for Washington State fighters cuz I live here. But um the uh, once they once they started like humping the Tate 2.0 docudrama, I was like, oh, oh no, Tate's gonna <laughs> lose. Tate's gonna lose because that would be the most MMA thing that could possibly happen is Tate get demolished by after making a docudrama about how hard her life has been. God damn it! Like she's sitting in a in a huge <laughs> mansion. And she's oh, yeah. talking about how hard her life is. It's oh, it's. No. What can I say? Um, oh, no. Let me let me start by this. We got to be honest here. We've seen better events, and we have to. I mean, I'm I'm a guy. I watch. I watch. I mean, if if look, I I watch. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I even watch street fights. It's like I I'm I'm that low. God, really? Yeah, I'm low. I'm a, I'm oh. a low. I'm a low life. You are, de- you are degenerate. Yes, I do. I just, you watch, you watch like, do you go on YouTube and watch that street beef shit where they like fight in a plywood ring in the backyard? Yeah, they also have some new hooligan fight league where they they Ooh. fight they fight in a in a abandoned factory with with hooligan some, fight league. And they <laughs> look. I, I look. Let. I, I watch I watch this stuff. I'm sorry. You gonna I also, go, you're gonna go referee this shit? No, no, I won't. But I watch Buhurt. That, that's that's how low I am. Yeah, yeah. Well, I did watch that with you, so, so yeah, that's true. I might be there with you and just refuse to admit. Now it. I know I know what will happen. People will come out and say, "Oh no, this was a good card." It's like, Ugh. no. Look, are no. we al- are we allowed to say this was a bad card? Yes, we are. Does it does does it mean we hate MMA? Does it does it mean we? Well, love it? I. That, I don't. I don't know if it was good or bad. I didn't watch it, man. I did. Like I did. I watched. I watched. Oh, it. you did. Yeah, yeah I watched. I'll all take the fights. word for it. Does it mean there are only warrior cards? Like a dude on Twitter said. <laughs> a dude on Twitter said, "Yeah, no. As soon as you walk out there, you're a warrior, and it's a good fight." And I'm like, "No, pal, pal, please." Michael Chiesa got backpacked by Sean Brady. <laughs> let's go into. And let's go Tate, into some of the fights. And Tate got boxed around the octagon and to listen and to listen to the commentary it was close so maybe if you listen to the commentary and you're on twitter you say shit like that but ultimately like no nah, no nah, that wasn't close so that i mean yeah if you walk out there you're a warrior but if you don't do anything and you you just get punched around the octagon you might just be a punching bag we are we're at the point also 
if a whole pre-fight package is about a guy's tattoos, <laughs> then, I, look, I'm not sure why tattoos are supposed to be a talking point in 2021, but hey, I mean, maybe I'm just a boomer. But is it, uh. So, so you, you knew where you, you were at with this, this thing. First, let's take a moment of silence, as we always do, or we, we try to do. Um, pour one out for all the fights that's supposed to happen, but did not. Terence McKinney versus Fares Siam. Yeah. Like that 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 is actually a bummer. <laughs> you know what else? What else, you know we, what have? else we missed out on? Yeah. Cheyenne Buys versus Loma. Exactly. I, I really I needed that, that fight. That would be that, that would have been camp. way the better fight. Then we have Malcolm. Corona Corona cancelled a lot of fights. Then we well, we, we missed out on we missed out on Malcolm Gordon versus Dennis Bonder. Never heard of that dude. Who the fuck is that guy? We missed out on Marcin Brachnio versus Azamat Mursakanov. Azamat. And we missed out on Augusto Sakai versus Taitu Iwasa. That was extremely lucky, I think. I do not want Tai to ever fight in the, in the apex. So how do we deal with 10 decisions on an 11-fight card? We, we finish fights here, okay, Kenny, Kenny Florin? Okay, we finish them. We, I mean, so what? What is the uh, so? What is the most decisions on a card ever? I think it's eleven. It is. It's eleven from UFC two sixty three in exactly. Glendale, Arizona. Exactly. Adesanya versus Vittori two, Figueredo versus Marino two, and Edwards versus Diaz. But it didn't was not long ago. No. And you know what? You know what? No. Santos screwed us out of tying it. God damn it, Santos. <laughs> It was so close. That was. Let's go into that fight first because that is the only finish on this card. <laughs> what and happened? It, it was in a in a women's flyweight bound. Taylor Santos defeated Joanne Joanne Wood, no more Calder, um, by first round submission. Let's just say, let's just say, I I told you so. I told you so last I- time. And I've been telling you for, for years now that Tran Calder, now only Wood, is not a particularly good fighter. And yeah. she was not, not particularly cleverly defending this joke. And it's no wonder that Tran... I think she's 7-7 seven and seven now in the UFC. Big oof. And Taylor oof. Santos, I think she was a huge underdog. Like, let me let me... Check on the record. I didn't. I didn't prepare properly. I'll do that right now. Let me check on the record of Tyler Santos because. <laughs> no, Wood was an underdog at, at plus three hundred. Uh, really? Okay. Yeah. So the the book had it right. Okay. Good. Because she she was she won against McCann, Robertson, Modafferi, and now Joanne Wood. Well, the the and, and the only reason I picked her was because she had lost last time. So I figured it was a bounce back. Bounce, bounce back. Bounce Let back. me tell you. <laughs> Your girl, Taylor Santos, in her first... Is that her, nick- is that her nickname? Taylor Santos. Is, that, is it Taylor, your girl, Santos? I think so. Oh, that's the best. <laughs> <laughs> she won her first 20 bouts or so by KO or TKO. And then she went into the UFC. Decision, 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 decision. Now submission against Tranwood. I told you it's before. Almost, it's almost like people with striking defense don't get KO'd as easily. Exactly. 
I told you before that that is that this might have been the last leg of of Joanne Wood, and I I I see it. It's it was not a good fight, man. And t- like even the takedown and the the chain of chain of stuff that happened before the submission, it was just just wasn't that good. Now, okay. now. <laughs> Luana Pinheiro versus Sam Hughes was a unanimous decision. Nothing to talk Holy about. Holy shit. Are you going to run down this entire card? Yes. N- nothing to talk about. Oh there. my God. Okay. All right. Shailen Go for it. Nuerdan Bike versus Sam Soriano. Unanimous decision. Nothing to talk about there. Chinese fighter won. Good for yes. him. <laughs> now, Adrian Yanes versus Davy Grant. I talked, I talked before uh, this show to our fellow friend of, of in in Hawaii Jonas because he said he mm-hmm. loved this fight and I watched this fight and I I didn't feel anything on it. Oh. <laughs> so I, he he told me that I might just have been bummed out because it was sandwiched between all of these bad fights or not bad fights but like boring fights and he might be right. The most important thing that happened in this fight was a 30-27 scorecard for Grant. 30-27? Yeah. So they're, they're colorblind. So one judge gave all three rounds to Davy Grant. Which, like, wow. Davy Grant is now 4-5 and five in the UFC, so he's a sub-500 fighter. Um, yeah, I mean, okay, it was it was an okay fight. Tony there Weeks. Was, there was at least some action there. There was a bit of back and forth. Davy Grant, look, Davy Grant is a... Davy Grant is a grizzled dude. And he grizzled his way <laughs> into this thing. He also was very bloody by the end. I mean, yeah, it's He is. He is. He's not feeling he, that that guy that guy you could make you could make a you could make a docudrama about Davy Grant. Yes. For sure. Yes, exactly. He's a he is a grizzled dude. He is he's so grizzled. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like but that if if grizzled is your how can I say this in a nice way? <laughs> it's if like just, that is your your best attribute, yeah, like, like like people saying, "Oh, this guy has a gin." This guy ha- this guy has heart. This guy this has guy heart. Has a gin. What is what is uh, worse? Heart is, heart is the big one. Yeah, heart is the this guy has heart is the worst thing you can say about a fighter in the end. Remember when? Remember when that dude had heart for for. Uh, 14 and a half minutes against Sean O'Malley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He had. Yeah, I remember. He, he had a lot <laughs> of heart. R.I.P. God, God damn. <laughs> Has that guy gotten another fight yet? Yes, I think so. Let me All check. right. Let anyway, me yeah, 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 let's let, finish, no. finish this fucking card. Oh, okay. 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 Thank you. I'll finish the card. Then you had um, one fight we will not talk about. Fuck that guy. Then... <laughs> Rafa Garcia versus Nathan Nathan Levi. Unanimous decision. Nothing to talk about. Pat Sabatini versus Tucker Lutz. Unanimous decision. Nothing to talk about. We had uh, a fight I, I was particularly looking forward to. Lupita Godinez. She defeated Luma Lukbunmi by unanimous decision. Lupi, was, <laughs> Lupi had three fights in 43 days. So, look. How about that, Kamzat? Get it together. <laughs> yeah, Kamzat is just talking. It's he's just talk, talk, talk. You're all just talk, 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 Kamzat. This although, woman's out here doing the damn thing. Although he grappled out, I'll go into the grappling bout against Jack Hermanson. Oh, nice, good. 
Good, good, good. I watched that too. Um, Excellent. Yeah, look. <clears throat> that was a control fest. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Loopy, basically. There were, there were actually some, some nice takedowns by Luma. Loma, sorry. But she, yeah, Godinus controlled this fight by taking it to the canvas and neutralized Luke Boonmi's Muay Thai. Um, so, a, yeah, bit of, a bit of a she, bummer. Uh, uh, a bit of a bummer. Is she, is she too small for uh, 115? Because I, I, I literally just thought about it, so I went down to uh, Tapology because that's what you do on podcasts. And all her fights before the UFC were at 105. I'd say so. I so yeah. So let's talk about that. Well, soon, she was but. she was on a she was on a two fight win streak, and she mm-hmm. I, I think she beat Jin Yun Frey, who is I think also a big big for the for the weight class. Um, she lost against Angela Hill, which is basically not not a not a big big band. Uh, what is what is it? Uh, bantamweight. I have no I have no fucking clue. Um, yeah, it's it was a bit of a bummer of a fight because I think that could have been a way better fight than it was. But Godinets did did the exact thing she needed to do, and yeah, two hundred um, uh, two hundred Muay Thai fights for for Luke Boonmi didn't help her that much. So a bit of a bummer for me because I I I wanted to see Luma Loma. I'm very sorry. Um, do a bit more with this, but she didn't. Luke, did we lose you? No, I'm here. I'm just <laughs> letting you fin- finish your diatribe on this card. Yeah, and then... <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll go on. Let, let's go... Okay, what, what else did we have? We have we had more decisions. We had You're more joking. decisions. Rani Ya versus Kyung Ho Kang. Unanimous decision. Nothing to talk about. Um, And then we went into... Sean Brady versus Michael Chiesa, co-main event. Um, I told you guys before that Brady will win this fight, and I said that this might be the fight we can declare Brady a problem. It is not. Lucas, can we declare Brady a problem now? Well, actually, nah, I don't think so. But, But... he definitely did beat Kies at his own game, and that was that is kind of impressive on its own. Well, well, while it was like a boring fifteen minutes, it was uh, it was impressive in in that. Yeah, back, I, I'd say Kiesa. Not everybody can do that. I'd, I'd also say if you have to f- watch one fight on this card, it, it, the best fight on this card has to be Brady versus Kiesa, just because it is it is very impressive to basically out grapple the grapple fuck. Mm-hmm. Which Brady yep, that's did. That's what I'm thinking. Which Brady yeah, did. And that's what I'm thinking. Look, Yesa was telling in his like between two of the, two of the three rounds, he told his corner that Brady felt super strong. Um, he eye poked Brady <laughs> a lot. DC <laughs> Daniel, the eye poke apologist Cormier. Wasn't it, was it God, was it Dean Thomas or was it. it was it Daniel Cormier that said? That Dean, Dean, <laughs> I mean Dean. There are a lot of people who are big fans of Dean Thomas. I, I just, I'm, I'm not seeing. Dean him. said, I'm not that Kiesa had to change his game. <laughs> yeah, it's like after he eye poked Brady twice, and Herb didn't take a point it's... because if he has to 
if he because he had to close his hands and that changed his game. God how, damn it. How can you be the like Kill first me. I hope that they that they didn't fire Trevor Whitman, but Trevor Whitman just said I don't want to do it anymore. Because if they yeah, re- if they if they really replaced Trevor Whitman with Dean Thomas. Tre- Trevor Trevor Whitman probably said something along the lines of I want you to pay me what I'm worth and they were like, Go get go fuck yourself and got um, Dean Thomas instead. I I'd say that that would be a huge problem because that dude's analysis is Oh, oh pal. Like, pal. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, yeah, look. That's all you need to say about this fight. Yeah, it's... It, look, Give Brady, me the next one. Yeah, Brady needs to fight Bilal or Wonderman next for sure. Okay, I'm can, into that. Can he do that? Can he? Can, yeah. we, can we tell you that, that he has to do that? Is that okay? Yeah, let's do it. Chiesa was like ranked six or something. Yeah, let's do it. I'd say, I'd say that would be the... Chiesa was ranked sixth, Brady 14th. Really? Yeah. Wow, okay. Brady has Ponzinibbio in front of him, Li Jingliang, Joff Neil, Hamzat, and Bilal. And now I told I also to Jonas before the before the podcast I told him that the answer to who has to fight who do you have to fight next um at welterweight, it's the answer is always about Bilal. Yeah, he could he could fight Bilal, he could all he could fight Wonderboy. Yeah. And get a title shot off that win. He could fight Gilbert Burns. He could fight Neil Magny. Mm. Lee Jin I don't want Lang. him to fight anybody. <laughs> I don't want him to fight. I, I don't want him to fight anybody at, uh, below below six. I want him to fight a top five guy. And right now, the UFC says Thompson is uh, number five and Burns is number two. Now, so explain to me. Happen. Explain Let's to make me. contenders. Explain Kiesa to me in this fight. Uh, I think he just got outworked, man. That's yeah. all. Or maybe, or maybe he was, um, maybe he was thinking a lot about how uh, he was hanging out with Terence McKinney in his corner for the last three days, and his corner tested positive for Rona. I have no idea, um, but you know, I he got just got outworked. There's nothing to explain. Got backpacked. <laughs> yeah, a lot, which is which is insanity. Yep. Yeah. So that's Brady versus Kiesa. <laughs> now, Misha Tate. <laughs> okay. Versus Catelyn Vieira. Yep. Now, you couldn't explain Brady versus Kiesa to me. Can you explain Misha Tate versus Catelyn Vieira to me? Well, first. First. Yeah. I told you so, people. I told I you. Think I think I, you did tell me so. I think my explanation of, of Brady versus Kiesa is fine. He got backpacked. Nothing to explain. Tate versus Vieira, same deal. Tate got absolutely punched around the octagon for five rounds. There's nothing to explain. She looked like, and she looked like it. And and if God damn these these guys, these guys trying to make trying to make me believe that Tate was having good rounds. I'm not to 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 to. to uh, it, it's breaking my brain. I can't form words. These these guys posting Twitter links. To someone that has Tate up two rounds in the third round or the fourth round, yeah, I'm just—it's just like explode my brain, dumb man. I think I even wrote about it in my notes. Those, like, if that—if that dude that posted that tweet ever listens to my podcast, I'm blocking his IP address. I'm, yeah. 
why why the need? Oh, also yes, Tate please. Tate hates hates getting hit. She hates it every time she got tagged. She stepped back. She, she always does not like, like it at all. I'm she, not seeing, of course, but but and then and and all you need to be is a punch robot like Ketlin Vieira, exactly, and you will win. Punch robot, not a lot, not a lot to say. So that's someone else's take. I don't remember who said it, but it's punch robot. It might have been Landy. Landy, but if you said punch robot, respect. That is exactly what happened here. It's like I I have never got, gotten the. The urge of people to defend Misha Tate's way of fighting, like even even in this fight, making up that she had a good performance, which look, it was not a bad performance for someone who didn't fight for for six or seven years, had children, worked for Chatri. I mean, worked in in air well, quotes, you know. but <laughs> it's like I am I am still puzzled. I mean, actually, I, I shouldn't be, but Tate's boxing is still not there. She she falls into the same patterns of hitting air all the time. She strikes a lot when she's way out of kicking or striking distance. And I'm not sure what she wants to achieve with it because it's it sure did not do her any good. Like you could apologists would come along and say, and it's it's fainting or she tries to gorge distance. Dude, no. No, 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 no. Um, I will say too, like, I think it was between rounds one and two where Ketlin's Ketlin's corner was really pissed at her. Mm -hmm. They were not happy. You're having success boxing. Why are you shooting for a takedown? Don't fucking do that. Box her face off. This is how you win. Blah, 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 blah. But it was really good too because they, they weren't like, they weren't telling her stuff like you're boxing her face off. You're winning the fight. They were telling her stuff like you want to win this. This is what you do. It was never about her winning. I thought that was kind of cool. At least after round one. I did think she won round one, though, so what do I know? Yeah. her corner, you're, you're right. Her corner wasn't happy for that, and then she, she t- transformed into the punching robot that you have to be to... The punch beat, robot. Beat, beat Misha Tate, and, and she did that. Will, will Misha re- retire now? No. Absolutely not. No, she has... She, I get, I, my opinion of... The women's 135-pound division does not change because of this fight. Exactly. Why is Aspen Ladd ranked five? (laughs) I I have to... Misha could beat Aspen Ladd. Yeah. Come on. I think so. But could Aspen Ladd beat Ketlin? Punch the robot? Yes. Uh, Okay, so any, any one of these people could beat the other people. But no, but but very few of them can beat Jermaine Durandamy, yes. and none of them can beat Amanda Nunes. Absolutely correct. This Let's guy, put it that way. This guy has the takes you here for, and that's why we let the big box. Let let this women's one hundred and thirty five pound division round robin until the end of time. Let me and let me ask feed, you feed them all to Amanda Nunes because the lioness must feed the pride. Let me ask you right now: Do I have to rename the show from decisions to either? We bought Ryzen 32, <laughs> or I really like We Bought Ryzen 32 or, because man, I am itching to talk about this thing. Or do do I call it Punch Robot? Punch Robot is not bad, but I think we can save that for a different show. Fair enough. We bought Ryzen 32. It, it we bought there. Ryzen 32. We did. And why did we do that? Because we were bummed out. Sometimes, sometimes, like you just want to be happy. 
And it's okay to like stop doing the thing that's making you sad, which is watching decision after decision in the UFC. And go and buy. So if you're America in America, because mm-hmm. this is love from the USA, uh, you have to log on to some website and spend 30 bucks, and you can get Ryzen 32. And the thing next week, which is called something like Ryzen Trigger or something. I haven't even looked at the oh. card. I have no idea what it is. But you can get both for 30 bucks, like a package deal. So that's what I did. And then I watched the replay of Ryzen 32. And dude... We got walkouts. Yes. My goodness, do we have walkouts. Look, we know what Ryzen is, is trying to do. They try to emulate the pride feeling of old. And it it falls a bit short of the pomp and glory that, that pride achieved to do and, and falls more into like real circus stuff. But do we hate that? No. Are we are we no, happy? I, I, are we happy I think with that this? was are we happy with these walkouts? Like I yeah, for I was example, extremely happy. For, for example, happy one, one dude walking out with Cloud's sword from Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, like it, the sword. The sword was so big, his his corner man had to hold it up with him. That's how big the sword was. Couldn't even walk out with it. It was awesome. Yeah, one one prop guy had to put it up for him, <laughs> which, yep. which is amazing. If he yeah. did, did that guy lose? I I'm I'm not sure. I uh, have no clue, man. Because <laughs> that's that's the other thing is you are going to know uh, maybe three people on a Ryzen card because he would have a built-in excuse because other people use the excuse of walking out with a way too heavy costume. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he would have that. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go into the fights of Ryzen thirty-two Okinawa. Okay. Yes. So we have uh, we have kickboxing and MMA on this card. And we have uh, we have a kickboxing. Gosh, was it amateur? It was not. No, it was it was a seventeen-year-old kickboxing twenty-something, uh, seventeen-year-old one. I think that's my understanding. So that that was very entertaining. And then we also have uh, we also have like fifty-year-old kickboxers mm-hmm. uh, getting smoked because Japan, I guess. But you yeah. say that, but then you realize. Nah, we could have fifty-year-old kickboxers in America too, so that's not really fair. Indeed. You just got to find the right—you just got to find the right athletic commission to let you do what you want to do. Um, so there was there was some insanity. Um, I believe his name is Lopez Satsuma. He was fifty, and he got absolutely smoked in a kickboxing fight. So that's uh, that. Hopefully he hopefully he hangs it up. And then, not to be outdone, we had. 55-year-old Bobby Ologun mm-hmm. fighting at heavyweight? Mm-hmm. Is he 50? He's 55 years old. Yes, Bobby Ologun. <laughs> fighting Katsuya Kitamura in his pro debut, who looks like like uh, who looks like he is on all the gears and all the herbs and all the supplements. Yes, yes. Dude. He is Dude. 35. Performance and supplement stores all over the world. Rejoiced when they saw Katsuyura Kudamura walk out. Yes, but they did not rejoice when they saw what Bobby Ologun did to him, and it was awesome, dude. You know this MMA fight. Also, big big shoutouts to Ryzen for taking your heavyweights and giving them three minute rounds. Mm-hmm. Smart, very smart. smart. But listen, awesome. Let, let me give you a bit of a context on Ologun. 
Oh yeah, please, because apparently there's like something, but I don't know what it a, is. He is a K one veteran. Really? And now listen to this man. Bobby Olegon last fought in two thousand and seven. Seven. Against <laughs> and, Bob Sappo. Yes, he lost against K one Dynamite. Bob Sap Sap time. If you're if Sappo. You, if you feel kinky one evening, maybe with your loved one. Put on a Bob Sap record called Sap Time. Guaranteed <laughs> romance. <laughs> Let me tell you. He thought this is a crazy this is a crazy, crazy record. So mm-hmm. he's he's at um he's at three and two now in his pro career after fighting for the first time in fourteen years. He fought in his pro debut Cyril Abidi and beat him. Yes. This and Cyril, awesome. Cyril okay. Abidi, let me let me tell you, Cyril Abidi was, I mean, top fifteen. The if you if you want to rank him worse, he was he was one of the he was very very good. Mm-hmm. So just um, just say I know I know his name, so let's put it that way. Like he's definitely good enough. If he's good enough for me to remember his, his next, name, his next window, his next win, Akabono, dude. Chadwick, Chadwick Rowan, <laughs> yeah, also known yep. as Akebono Taro. How does this? How how is the, uh, any of this pot? Okay, listen, yeah. I love this insane shit. It's and it's amazing. Go to go to Akebono's topology page and just look at the insanity that this guy has put himself through. But He's, I need to talk about I need to talk about this fight. Yes, I can't, Bobby, Bobby, just, let's go into Bobby. Bobby Ologun. Um, Bobby Ologun gains gains at least a piece of control in grappling, shoves Katsuya's head through the ropes, pushes his head down on the ropes as he slips his arm in to neck crank him, and then neck crank chokes him and then pulls him back into the uh, into the ring. And finally, Katsuya taps out when the pain becomes too great. At which point... Oh, we haven't even talked about the walkout. Okay. At which point, Bobby lets go of him and starts cradling his head and rocking him and crying. This this entire sequence was fucking amazing. You need to go buy this thing and watch it, or at least find, a, find it on, on YouTube or something. Because Bobby apparently after being 14 years away from the sport, had really no interest in doing this, but probably needed money or something, and basically cried real emotional tears of of maybe not so much happiness, but regret as he spoke to the crowd in Japanese, um, telling them that I didn't want to do this, I'm just trying to redeem myself. Da 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 da. I love you. I'm so. I I don't know what happened to Bobby, but Bobby uh, has some shit going on. In Bobby's walkout, <laughs> Bobby is walked out with a bunch of kids. They walk him out, and he's in handcuffs. And the handcuffs are too small, so they have to like tie ropes to the handcuffs around his wrists. And then the children have to uncuff the handcuffs to let him into the ring. Incredible. It is just bonkers, man. And I loved every minute of it. 
it was really heartfelt. Um, and a lot of these fights, basically all they do when the, with the winner is they give them the microphone and they let them talk, say what you want. It's the best. sit on your bean, sit on your beanbag chair, hold your trophy, pace around the octagon, yelling into the microphone, whatever. So they give them the microphone and everybody there speaks Japanese and speaks directly to the crowd for as long as they really want to. I didn't see anyone have to get hustled off stage. And we had guys see the, the camera found a guy's daughter in the crowd and he just like broke down when he saw her and we got Bobby Olgun. We got in the main event, we had Miyu Yamamoto at age like 47 or something fighting Rina Kubota. And, uh, they gave Miyu the, the, the microphone as well. And, and she got to sort of, uh, hopefully say her goodbyes to the sport and then, uh, speak to the to the camera to her family. I think in America, uh, and say she'd be home soon. It was. Uh, I don't know if I was so prepared for the amount of emotion. It was more like I expected some crazy shit, and I had seen like some gifts of head stomps and soccer kicks, and I was ready for that. I was not really ready for like how good the production is and the emotion that some of these people were willing to display. I think. Look, you don't. You just don't get that at the apex no, in the UFC. No, absolutely not. And I think the the UFC is really doing themselves a disservice with this with this bullshit. Like, who wants to see the apex now? But let, let's let's stay. Like, okay, Bobby Olagon with the rear naked joke, absolutely incredible. Apoth- apothecary's oh, wet dream fight. Then you talked about Arena Kubota. She's actually a huge talent. She's thirty now, but one of her only losses, by the way, was to, to Jessica Penne in in two thousand eleven. Just just a small mm-hmm. factoid there, and she stops Miyu Yamamoto with a vicious fucking knee in the main <laughs> event. Miyu Yamamoto wanted to full like she wanted to blast double in the middle of the ring, and I think that Rina did some sort of a switch, like she faked. Like almost Muay Thai style, faked the left knee, and then as soon as the blast double started to happen, she kneed her with her right straight to the dome. And because because the Miyu Yamamoto's blast double was so intense, she she like her body wanted to finish the blast double, but her brain was shut off already. Yep, absolutely fucking incredible. The one hundred and fivers, man. Then you had. To, I yeah. mean, I guess this is technically 110, but but for real, the atom weights. God damn, do I need a competitive atom weight division where everyone in atom weight can fight? And this might is this it? I don't know. Is it one? I don't know. But that fight was awesome. Um, I have an update for you on the on the guy with the sword. He got smoked. Oh, oh no! <laughs> yeah, so he's, he, he has he has a built-in excuse. That's good. Listen. Listen, he got smoked by a guy who walked out with green to Green Day and had emo hair. And uh, I must say, emo hair guy might be a fucking problem. Uh, yeah, it was great. Is, was he? The, yeah, please. Go, I just, it's. You had another. You had another. I have to talk about the guy in the gi. Yes, we have to. It's Tanner Lurenko. Yes, making Shinja Kumasawa. Look like a fool yeah, for using yeah. a gi top during yeah. the match. Look, Tanner Lorenko in his pro debut t- fighting Shinya Kumazawa, who is nine and ten. 
Shinya, Shinya, have you not heard of the Gracie Hunter? Have you not heard that it is not a good idea to use a gi top in modern MMA? Have you ever thought about that the ways of the of the Gracie Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu are over? <laughs> Because he was, was choked, he was choked by a lapel choke. His uh. So the the com the Zoom commentary was calling it like a bow and arrow at one point. I'm not sure. Yes, it, but it, it was almost a uh, it was almost a position of an armbar. But he didn't need to grab the arm. He just grabbed the gi and yanked it across the dude's neck and got it done. It it looked like a bow and arrow choke at some point. Although I don't think I don't think it would be it would be classified as a bow and arrow choke. But it it's, it surely looked like it. But it was this, like uh, proper, this, proper this fight. Joke. This fight also had a bonus soccer kick to the face and a jumping stomp. That's very and good. We love that. We love that shit. Yeah, love that shit. We talked about good finishes like body body shot KOs or leg kick KOs. I mean, look, some stomps. Why not? But finishing a dude in modern MMA with a lapel choke, it's also it's it's very good. <laughs> There is a. Uh, There was also a, a kickbox guy doing MMA now. Mm -hmm. He's uh, he's now one and one in MMA after this win. He um, he shelled up while someone was trying to smash him, and then absolutely laid the dude out. It was it was rad. Uh, awesome. <laughs> Noah Noah Bay, the Black Panther, uh, just absolutely wrecked Daryl Lakoku. Talking about as he was trying to smash him. Talking about the awesome knee to the dome in the main event. We also had another knee. Finish. Yes, dude. Yuichi Miyagi. He um need Tomohiro Adania Adania. Like he he had some I think he had some double underhook thing going and it was insanity. His head was he had like double underhooks and the dude's head was way over on the right and he just brought that knee all the way up into the dude's dome and dropped him. Yeah, it he, was it was awesome. He was turning awesome him like almost stuff. almost throwing him with these double underhooks straight into his knee and then he pounded him out bongo style. Like I paused it and I screenshotted that fucking knee because it was, it for it was a long just time. the best. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at long. a I'm looking at a picture Of Tanner Lorenko versus Shinja Kumasawa is surely not a not a, a bow and arrow. It's it's like okay some reverse lapel choke almost arm bar well, triangle. Well, his his corner the whole time was like screaming at like just grab his just grab his collar, <laughs> just hey. grab his collar, Good. and then uh and then uh, uh he did and it was great. Good it corner made work. me very very happy. Good corner work at Ryzen. So Ryzen 32 Okinawa. I, mean, I would I would call it a rousing success. Please watch it. Do you know what the um? Do you know what the deal with the weight classes in Ryzen is? Do you know if they just catch weight everything? And, yes. Or do they have divisions or what? They have to make things possible. <laughs> That is true. Like Chatri, <laughs> and <laughs> right. If there if there is things needed to be made possible, then it's it's made possible. But they don't. It's not like some sort of insanity where, like, no, certain no. well, yeah, are certain fighters doing this or doing that? Like, it's I mean, funny because the heavyweight fight is contracted at 265, but then every other fight is like a, an odd, weird number that is not. You know. I mean, oh, 
Let's let's. I don't care. It's let's, fine. Let's. I was use, just wondering. Let's use these last eight minutes. We we haven't done, we haven't looked stuff for a long time. So we will. Oh. Luke will look some stuff right now. All right, let's do it. React to this, Luke. You know what's next for Jonas Bones Jones? The real no, problem what? child. And goat MMA <laughs> fighter. The OG problem child. Other people are calling themselves problem childs, like as a gag. Wait. But he, are you talking about Logan Paul? No. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, okay, but he Jake Paul? Some some one what a Paul calls himself the problem child, but man. Jonas Bones is the real problem child. <laughs> What's happening? He announced that he will compete at a Fury Pro grappling match on December 9th. Really? Against Bellator standout oh, right. AEW wrestler okay. Jake Hager. <laughs> I don't know who that is. Jack is Swag- Jake Swagger? I-, I mean... Is that bad that I have no idea who Jake Hager is? I mean, I know who he is. So, and you are an American fuck. So, I think you should know him. Yeah. He's a pro wrestler. Like, also, of course, I think he's, I think he was a very good amateur wrestler. Okay. Yeah. And so, I also, don't do the pro wrestling stuff. He won the Money in the Bank contract at WrestleMania 25. That's that's good. That's awesome. Because he's got that. He's got that money in the bank. He can go. He can go grapple with John Jones. How you think John will be? I th- you think John will be strong enough? You think John's all bulked up, heavyweight now? John John Jones will smoke this dude. All right, I'm into it. Let's get him back. <laughs> I'm ready, Jones, baby. John Jones will smoke this dude like like there is n- no tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, Jake Hager is three and zero in in um. In Bellator, Bellator? I think. Yeah, in Bellator. He had a an awesome no contest in 2019. Let me read you the notes. Repeated groin strikes from Hager rendered Garrett oh unable God. to continue. <laughs> <laughs> How good is that? That is the best. How good is that? Uh, I, have, I have a thing for you to react to. Please, yeah, please. Every fighter who fought at BKFC Montana yes. has now been suspended for 60 days by the American <laughs> Boxing Commission or whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, any thoughts on that? Any reactions? <laughs> Have you heard about this? Corruption. Yep. Felder, Feldman, whatever his name is. The, Felder? The chief, chief man of... Feldman, the chief man of BKFC. The American Lizard? The American lizard, David Feldman. David, don't sue us. Yeah, we worries. actually love you and Alleg- we love BKFC. You're, you're only Listen, an alleged lizard. The alleged lizard people of the Boxing Commission uh, have said have said that because they did not have a they did not have a commission sign off on their event. Everybody gets suspended for sixty days, and they're taking it out on the fighters, right? Yes. And Feldman says. We did. We used this board that regulates all these, all them fights in Montana. Mm-hmm. And we had in 2021 so far in Montana, there's been this many MMA events and these 
bare nu- and these two other bare knuckle events and this boxing event and you have not suspended any of those fighters so what's yes. what's the deal and i said the deal mr david feldman is you did not pay the right people that is the deal let's I just assume. say let's just say does it matter that they've been suspended no, for a i don't think so i mean what are they going to go back to montana who gives a shit yeah like i have something to react. We'll s- i have something to react for you Okay, I'm ready. You know what's next for Tyron Woodley? Ooh, uh, I really hope that it's Dan Hardy in a <laughs> boxing fight. Is it? Or maybe you know, I'd even take an MMA fight. Tyron's gonna Tyron's gonna fight the same either way. It's like, does that mean I should stop? Yes, it's me. Sorry, Tyron. I actually really like. I him really too. hope really that bad. this boxing bout happens and Dan Hardy will shut up. Thank you. Well, no, I mean they'll they'll fight and they'll 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 shut up about each other, but they Dan Hardy will never shut up. Oh my god! I think I he think will always be this way. I'm not sure if I can take it anymore. I have another thing to react to. Okay, I'm ready. Hamzat. Jimayev oh yeah. Grappled Jack Hermanson. Yeah, what happened? What what? Like, I I didn't see it. You didn't see it. It was at Bulldog Fight Night. <laughs> okay. Um. And it was they, exhibition grappling, yeah, so they could do it. I assume. I assume the UFC kind of said, like, yeah, yeah, go, don't rip each other's knees apart. But yeah, that's fine. They they did exhibition grappling. They, first of all, they they started when the 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 ring wasn't cleared, so they were like going at it straight away, and it it was exhibition, but it was pretty intense. Like, um, well, I saw a gif. I saw a gif. Yeah, Camzat. Through Hermanson. Yes, there were there were some lateral throws. There was a snap, a really nice snap down by Hamzat. Um, they they had some sort of a round system. I think it was two minute rounds or three minute rounds, and Hamzat scored eight and zero in the first. Um, for, uh, very nice Euro dance music in the breaks. I like that one. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I wh- why did I watch this? I just wanted to see what we, what did we learn about Hamzat. First, we learned, dude is an athletic. Like Wonder Child, yeah. It's, like it's insane. So, so you're saying his lungs are not eaten no, no. and destroyed no, by no. Rona? He's, 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 he's good. He's also right, a front awesome. runner, though. Like the in the first, I th- I think a lot of people will have huge, huge problems with him in the first round because yeah. because Hermanson is supposed <laughs> a lot to be. Of people have had huge problems with him yeah, in but the first round, even in in the future. Like this dude, first round Hamzat is a problem. Uh, because okay. because Hermanson is supposed to be bigger than him, but they look basically the same. But but he was he was not as effective in the second round. He was still dangerous. He had some explosive moves, but you saw that he slowed down quite significant. And oh yeah, yeah. So that's that's what we we, we learned about that dude. Like first round comes out. Good night for most of the welterweights. He also could he also could compete at middleweight, no issues at all. But if you stay in there, like Hermanson is known to stay in there, then you have a shot. And in the third, I think it was pretty much even. I mean, Hamzat won that wrestling match, but it was not not a domination like the wolf emoji um, spam at the end did the, suggested. Did the, did the wolf spam emoji? Uh did it kick off again, or did the wolf spam emoji not really know this was happening? 
Yeah, they. I don't think they knew exactly, but I saw some wolf emojis after that, and I say that Hamzat destroyed her mansion, which is, I mean, not not basically not true. Not true. No. Okay. He destroyed him. In the fir- he 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 won the first round pretty clearly, um, but yeah, it's it was it was quite interesting. I I wouldn't wouldn't have thought that I watched some wrestling, but I did. Pal, pal, it's it's amazing. Nothing happened this week. I wanted to preview <laughs> the next weeks of UFC, no. but we are already at the hour. We mark. do not preview on this show anymore. We just react <laughs> to the life and the the reality that is the world we live in. We so, we we treat we treat the reality that it with the with the with the mirth that it deserves. Next we week, simply accept it. No, next we week next week is a is a week off, and then on the fifth of oh, December good. we have Font versus Aldo. A, a banger card so far. You have Jimmy Crude on that. You have Hoppe on it. Cool. Salgas, Sumagulov, Fiziev, Riddell. Should be a good one. And then... I love it. I think it's the second last card, the last pay-per-view this year. It's UFC 269. Charlie Olives versus Dustin Poirier. <coughs> Nunes versus Pena. Garbrandt is back. O'Malley is back. Should be a good one. Dominic Cruz is back on that card too, on the preliminary card, which is insane. I I will get I will get appropriately hyped when this headache goes away. Of, of course, I will. So, but not right now. I'm sure there there will be some kind of some. It is a Thanksgiving week here in America. Everyone will have Thursday off. I I I doubt most American promotions will be doing stuff, but um, there is a probably a Ryzen between now and then. I, I think so. is what I bought. There will be some MMA somewhere in the world that I will watch. Or, you know, we'll just preview shows next time. Or we'll talk gambling, because, yeah. man, have I been ever gambling. Tell, you have you have a minute for your gambling problem. I It is far too convoluted to talk about in a minute. But I will tell you that I bought a new, I bought a new autographed Leaf Metal MMA Famous Nicknames card. I don't remember the nickname, but I do remember the fighter. We have cards coming of Jeff Monson. Oh, one of the good guys. Silence. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, finally we lost Luke, <laughs> which which is a is a good ending. Oh, to- did you lose me? Yeah. I, uh, uh, apologies. Um, we have Russian legislator Jeff Monson. Yes. Uh, card coming to us, so that'll be cool. It would be appropriate end to this show that. We actually lost you because I think we lost a lot of listeners in this show. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely! Thanks. I cannot fucking believe you wanted to run down the entire UFC card. You are in, you are an insane person. Thanks insane. to the UFC, but also um, watch Rising Thirty Two. It was awesome. Yeah. Then um, thanks to all the listeners. Like really, thank you from the bottom of my heart. It is amazing to see how many people actually want to hear us talk about MMA. And I'm, I I I'm so happy that people are into it because I actually there was a thing about everyone getting second jobs during the pandemic and stuff like that and I kind of realized like I just made my MMA habit a second job anyway because I already correct. had and I'm I'm so happy that it's worthwhile to at least at least one other person besides the two of us you so know what I mean <laughs> I don't care I don't care if you subscribe or like or whatever <laughs> I mean just. Just tell some MMA fucks that we're here. 
We're here for you. We talk for about you. Ryzen. We talk about Ryzen. We talk about MMA. We love this shit. So hope you do too. And we talk to you next week. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Uh, and I love that kid. Uh, and I love that kid. She's a little savage. She's a little savage. <laughs>